Hey, what's up? It's Michael Yo. Welcome to the Michael Yo Show podcast. We're doing a podcast, people. Oh, I'm so excited today. Dr. Pimple Popper will be in the building. Uh, do you know who Dr. Pimple Popper is? I, I have no clue. Who Are you serious? Yeah, I have no idea who she is. She's a lady that got famous by, she's a dermatologist, so she pops pimples, but not just like little pimples. I mean, massive, like pimples size of like basketballs on people's backs. Oh, like those viral videos? Yes, her? that's what? all her. Those big viral videos, that's all her. This me- what? I mean, I've seen her pop a pimple that big and just like. It's like a volcano. Just all this stuff came out. Oh, no. I, that's I have nasty. A bunch, you like it, watching those videos? No, I don't. My wife loves it. It's I, I, I lo- I'm curious, so I watch it, but sometimes I regret it. I'm like, do uh, you? Do you, Have you ever dated a girl that likes to pop your pimp, pimples? Never. Never? No. My wife loves, if I, I don't have pimples, a lot of them, but when I do, she loves to pop it. Women get off to that. I have no clue why. It's a weird fetish for women. I was watching Shark Tank once, and someone came up with an idea to have like a an actual piece of like foam of uh, plastic rubber where you can put like pus in there yourself. And apparently, it's a fetish. It's a deal. So, oh, so you can just do it for fun. You can just do it for fun. They put like a little silicone oh. thing where you fill up uh, uh, the each hole with like. Oh my god, that's disgusting! It's it's insane. There's a red and there's a white. Like you can put different colors pus inside, and like it's a weird thing. So when I saw that, I'm like, okay, this has to be a thing. I mean, I I will say, there's two things that uh, really feel good. Like in the morning when you take a good dump, that feels Uh, amazing. That's yeah. That's like the one of the best feelings in the world. The second one is is when you pop a good pimple on your face and it just shoots out. (laughs) I know it sounds disgusting, but it's just that feeling of. Like, ah. Wow, I didn't, I, I don't, I didn't know you like it was that big of a deal. Because when I get pimples, I don't get many pimples, but when I get them, I get a big pimple. Oh, you get the ones like, that are deep, in yeah, there. that I that feel like a mosquito bite or something. You know no, mean? <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, but she's gonna be in. I, I'm so excited to talk to her. I want to ask her: Is it true black don't crack and Asian no oh. raisin? <laughs> You know what? That's what you hear. Black don't crack. That's why they stay young. You know, and is white people doomed for the rest of their lives? Are they just forever going to have terrible skin? You know? Wow. Another thing I want to talk about real quick, just in the news, pop culture news. Demi Moore is coming out with a brand new book, A Tell All. I know. Have you read about this? I, I've only seen the little blurbs about She's talking it. about three sons with Ashton Kutcher, mm. uh, divorce, miscarriages. Her mom sold her at six. Man, it out? It's not out yet, is it? It's not out, yeah. but I'm all about it. I want to read that book. I saw it on the pre-sale on uh, my Audible. Like that, you know, you know. I love Audible. Yeah. So. Actually, I don't read books. I listen to them now. Mm. It's just easier because I travel so much and yeah. I like to listen to stuff in the car. It's like a podcast. Like they're listening now probably. That's what I mean. Yeah. You are listening to this podcast, people, because you love it because we're informative. Also, uh, what's going on? My, like, I, I hate to mention my wife every show, but my wife loves free stuff. She went to this event. Just to get free stuff yesterday. I go, nice. How, I, like, my wife is such a penny pincher and I love it. And she will show up to an event to get free stuff. She doesn't even care about the event. She just wants free stuff. Like, she's that person. I mean, are you like that, Ernie? I'm not, like, to go to the extent, but who doesn't love free stuff? I do love free stuff, yeah. but she doesn't care what it is. She will oh, use it. Oh, uh, okay, yeah. She's, okay, okay. She's one of, so if you want my wife to come to an event, <laughs> just give her free stuff. She will be there in a heartbeat. Nice. My wife is actually modeling today. She got a pregnancy modeling shoot. You go, Bunny. I call her Bunny. What's the, have you had any nicknames for your exes? Uh, yeah, there's a, there's what, a, what, what's, what's a good nickname you gave one? 
Yeah, it was just kind of cheesy. Like, basically, like, you know... Yeah, I guess not anything out of the ordinary. Baby and Baby. Muffin and... Muffin? Uh, yeah. Oh, muffin. Yeah. What's up, Muffin? Yeah. Uh, you know what? If you're listening to... I, I, I love... So, next podcast, uh-huh. we're going to start reading emails. Ooh. I got some emails. Uh, they're coming in Show at gmail.com, right? Yes. Show at gmail.com. We're going to start reading your emails. Send me questions. Me and Ernie will answer them. Ernie's mm-hmm. the man behind mm-hmm. the camera that engineers this whole show. So, Dr. Pimple Popper is on right now. The Michael Yo Show. Celebrities. Pop culture. And comedy. Dr. Sandra Lee. Thank you for having me. No, thank you so much. This is this is awesome uh, that you're coming on my podcast. I've interviewed you several times. Yes. And no pimples though. I don't know. You gotta grow something for me. Because I've been I've been uh, using gorgeous. your product. Yeah. <laughs> no pimples at all. It's flawless. And I'm Asian. And I'm Asian. I wanna get right to it though. Uh, like how'd you get started in this whole pimple popper game? Uh, Well, it started about five years ago when I just started to, I just opened the Instagram page, you know, and I thought I'd just show a little window into my world, you know, as a dermatologist, because it's a really visual field, obviously, but all they had then was, you know, food and travel and, you know, some fashion. And so then you had, you know, psoriasis or acne and, you know, skin cancer. Um, And so, you know, I was getting some traction, but really when I posted early on a blackhead extraction video, there was like a little mini blow up, you know, I, I was like, what the hell is going on here? This uh-huh. is weird. So I said, like, I mean, I didn't know what was going on. So I tried it again and it happened again. And I'm like, what the heck is this? This is so strange. So really through that, I discovered that there was this sort of, there were people out there that shared what they call popping videos with each other on the internet. Mm-hmm. And this is just, they, they enjoyed it. They, 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 they loved and they were hidden. They were like, you know, behind closed doors, they were doing this. And I just thought, that's crazy. But, you know, let me just start providing some, them some video because this is what I do. Um, but it just became, look so at what it's become, video, much more than that. How many videos deep did you start posting the extractions that you knew, okay, this is something, this is taking off? Well, this happened, so this happened, so what happened was that I started posting them on YouTube because that's how I could kind of... I'm that's sorry, what I can get. Yeah, that's not me. That's no, you. that's my phone. How just long, talking. How long you done this po- podcast I know, right? for you? <laughs> okay, I, my bad. My bad. <laughs> um, so anyway, I, I started posting on YouTube, and then I was I was posting on a daily basis at some, at early early on extractions on YouTube extractions, just ex- really mainly extractions, and getting a lot of views on them, a lot of views. And um, when I really knew it was something was, I think I started in, in October, and then in March. Um, BuzzFeed picked it up and posted a video, like a reaction video. And my phone was literally like I had the notifications on and I couldn't even get into my phone because it was flipping. You know, so many people liking and, and, and sharing and commenting and, and friending YouTube me or on Instagram, Instagram, on, you know, wow. everything. So like it was it was crazy. It was like 20,000 people in one day. And how long after that did uh, the network call and say, hey, I want to do a show with you? So really what happened is we built this YouTube channel um, to be pretty big. I mean, we were, I think we're at that point already at like 2 billion views. 2 billion? Yeah. What's really interesting about it, and, and it's fascinating to me. It's really, all of this is really fascinating to me because it's the, the, these videos have a pull on people where you can have 5 million followers on your, on your subs, on your YouTube channel, and other people may have 10 million subs, but I have 
way more views. People watch these videos over and over again. It's like they have a lullaby series that they'll turn on right before they go to sleep and they'll watch the same videos over and over again. You know, a lot of times you'll watch okay. a video once and never again, okay. right? I mean, doesn't that seem kind of creepy? Well, I don't care if it's creepy, really, no. honestly. <laughs> honestly. I mean, I mean, it's not that... It, it, I don't think it's I mean, creepy. Weird. It's not like a fetish. It was just that for some reason I was finding that people... Um, really, it helped decrease their anxiety. It made them happy. It made them feel satisfied. It was like this, it's just something I didn't, I don't know because I'm not that kind of person either, yeah. but I understand it now. People, it's like an ASMR thing too. Like people just feel like they, 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 they feel, they li- listen to my voice, which is something that's no, really weird to me. I get nice recognized. Voice. Yeah, I get recognized by my voice more than anything else. Before the TV show, like I would be in an airport talking to somebody and someone tapped me on the shoulder and say, I, oh, I know, is, are you Dr. Sen- I heard your voice. Yeah. I, you know, so they'll follow me around because of my voice. So you're saying it calms other people yes. to watch pus yes. come out of other people's yeah. faces. It's like backs. it's a completeness, I think, that something is not supposed to be there and it gets taken away. Like a, it feeds their sort of OCD tendencies, you know, their feelings of anxiety for something to not be in its proper place. I, I swear, I mean, that's okay. how this grew. This is but, so but is this is this a fetish to some people? Have you heard that it's a fetish too? Because I was talking to Ernie, the engineer off air, and we were like, this has got to be a fetish for some people because people love weird things. I mean, come on, fe- everything is a fetish, yeah. and anything is a fetish. So I'm sure it probably is. Has any? For some, but I've never had anyone come to so me. So no viewer has ever said, "Oh my God, I get off to you, Papa no, Pipples." No. Okay. I mean, they might say it jokingly, but I don't think that they're, they'll, they'll say that to anything, you know yeah. what I mean? So I don't think that they're like, I don't think that they're saying that specifically because they feel it true. And probably the people who are doing that are probably not saying it. Okay. How, why, like I, I watch a show, I don't understand how people let uh, acne get that big right. where it's the size of like a, a, a tennis ball. Yeah, or- well, th- well, this isn't really acne. It's acne is sort of what, what pimple popping is, but this is so much more than that. You know, it's like cysts and lipomas and those are separate categories. But, but, but there's you- skin conditions that are gross under the, underneath the skin. But how do, I mean, yeah. how do you let it get so big? Because you would think a normal person would go, oh, that's right. dangerous. Right. But they are normal. That's the thing. It's so, it's so, it's just part of life for people. You know, some people, they can't, they don't have the money or they have fear of doctors or, you know, they, like they work so many jobs. They're taking care of their family. They put themselves last. Um, and sometimes something's behind you. You don't really, you, you easily forget about it, you know, because you got other things going on. Uh, so, you know, I don't fault them. Uh, and I think, I, I think that a lot of people in other countries might say, well, this doesn't happen in our country because we have universal health care. And this, you know, I don't believe that's the case. I bet you there's just as many growths this size in other parts of the world. And just because of the issue of people being scared of doctors and hiding things and just especially when it's on your body and you can cover it with a, a T-shirt or like a heavy coat or a hoodie, it makes it easier. Can you mess up in your job? Absolutely. You can, can you like up. like how could a dermatologist mess up with an extraction or a thing like that? Because would would the person even know? Well, if, I mean, if something doesn't go away completely and it comes back, or you yeah. scar them, or okay. but I mean, there's so many things. You know, a lot of what we deal with in dermatology in general can be 
cosmetic. You know, yeah. a lot of these things don't threaten people's lives, but they threaten their emotional well-being. So you have to kind of treat that as well. So, I mean, if you just change something, you know, there's a lot of times you have to, I have to tell people, do you really want this gone? Because you're going to replace it with a scar and that's just making a lateral move. You know, you're just moving to the side. You're, you're not going to like, you can't make this poof disappear. So, I mean, I mean, we can, yeah, you can definitely F up. What's I mean, the definitely. grossest thing you've ever seen throughout your years? Where it sti- I mean, it stays with you. I mean, it doesn't have to do. I, I mean, like diarrhea or something. Oh, well. I mean, like I mean, that's the girl. I mean, it's not like things that I have to do. I mean, you're talking about my work. Well, your the work. The grossest things that thing I've ever seen. Um, God, I don't know. I think Does there's a category of, of as long as I have gloves on and a mask, I'm okay. I will tell you when something shoots, something is shot up in the air and like landed like on my forehead. And you're doing a case and you feel like literally it's acid on you. I mean, you feel like I have to get this off, you know? So do you, you stop midway it. and go? Well, I'll gotta- take like a sponge and like wipe it or something, you know, because you got to You got to stop and you want to go home and take a shower, you know? Now, were you the type of because you're married, correct? Yes. Yeah. Were you the type of wife that would before your TV show got big would pop your husband's pimples and things like that? No, I'm not a popaholic. I don't. You're I don't, not a popaholic. I don't jump on people. If you had a big old zit. <laughs> On your uh-huh. fore, on your nose, I'd, I'd say just like I say to my kids or teen, young teenagers right now, you gotta go take care of that. Like I, you won't I, do it at home. I will if I see it's prime and other people are gonna look at it and judge them because their mom is Doctor Pimpopper. <laughs> but I am not <laughs> doing that because I enjoy it or that I must. I don't tackle my kids like a lot of the people that watch our video. You know, like tackle them and pin them down and say I want to get. Oh, if I have acne anywhere, my wife will like yeah. like they get excited, and that's why I say it's kind of a fetish, like. Women, and I, right, I talk right. to my guy friends, for some reason, women love popping their right. husband's pimples. And I don't so it must do something for them. That's why I was like, maybe not a fetish, but they they get like, ooh, like well, they love it, it. You know the feeling of when, when it hurts and it's painful. And then when you get that release, oh. it like goes away. You know that feeling. Oh, yeah. Too, it's the, it's one of the best it. feelings. Yeah. So you got it too, but you don't want to pop her pimples. In other no, words. I would never. Take care of it. Like yeah. you go take care of that. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably the same way. Uh, now you obviously don't have pimples. What's the last I time? Pimples. Yes, do you I really? Do. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah, but I can do things to like that that other regular people can. I can shoot them with steroids. I can, uh, you know what I mean. I can do things. Is that safe but, shooting with steroids? Yeah, it's not the same as anabolic steroids, for example. It's corticosteroids, right? Yeah, like the d- different kind. But so, yeah, I mean, it's safe to an extent. You have to use a certain uh, certain strength. Like if you use it too strong, that's actually how people make um, fake dimples. If you wanted a fake dimple in your face, you can inject a stronger um, steroid and it causes atrophy of the muscle locally in that area and it gets you, gives you a little dimple. But at the same time, it could mess up your mouth too, right? Sure, yeah, sure. There's, there's problems with that. But if you inject it locally there, you can always get a permanent dip in your skin. Just like some people might get shots in their butt of steroid and then they might have little dips in their skin because of it. So... Besides pimple popping, what else do you provide at your office? I am a cosmetic and surgical dermatologist, meaning I do a lot of skin cancer surgery and um, liposuction, but I also do cosmetics like liposuction, um, eye lifts, uh, laser resurfacing, um, fillers, people, Botox, and stuff so like that. So liposuction, where is that? Just in the body? Be- body, body, body so you do all of it. Yeah. yeah. What do, okay, what celebrity do people mostly come in and say, I want to look like this person? Uh, or I like this part of this person. I mean, there's always this, the trend of the, the lips, and now everybody's into the jawline. Okay, okay, the this, lips. Let's talk about yes, the lips. Yeah. Wh- whose lips do they mention when they come in? 
Uh, I mean, they meant they, they don't really mention. They just want big lips. They, 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 we know who they're talking about. We know who the, who they're thinking about. All the people on the internet that have all. Are the you saying Kylie? Media. It's Kylie or is it um, Kardashian? I or? think it's the Car- I think it's Kardashians. I'm sure that they propel a lot of it, especially the shape of their body. You know what I find is so interesting. This is my theory on all of this. The ideal body in any time of our life in the generations of of of, of, of humans is is the type of body that is very difficult to obtain because it has to be the higher echelon of people, like the people with money that can pay for that. So like back in the day when they had kings, it was being a fat, fat king. Because, because that was because the money and food, It right? showed you that. And then I believe in the 50s, 60s, it was real thin, no butt, no boobs. Maybe, it was just yeah. a board. And now it's this way because this is a way you can obtain it surgically. And the and only way you can get, get it is surgically. That's the only way. Only that's way. the only way. So, so that's interesting you say that... It, uh, a female body that's popular is always a body that's hard to get. Absolutely. Whether it's thin, big, yeah. that's in like today is like I, boobs getting done and all that kind of stuff. The yeah. butt, yeah. the implants of the butt. Mm-hmm. So what is the most, what is the biggest procedure people come in for you? Is it butts? Is it, is it stomach? Is it more face? Uh, I think it's a, it's a mix of all of that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, just people want, and I think it's driven by social media and it's, you know, you know this whole thing about this eighteen and over thing, right? That, no, that um, please well, tell Facebook me. has now given made this like rule that if you're posting anything that is about diet pills and, and or posting things about cosmetic treatments to anyone under eighteen, that they're going to block it. Oh, really? Yeah, I actually, I don't. You agree I mean, with that, or no? I mean, I understand it. I agree with it, but I feel like they're just trying to find a way out because people are upset. And they're just saying, okay, we're going to do this. But it's not really solving the problem because there's so many influencers out there who are showing their bodies like this and this face like this. And then these kids are going to think, uh, how did they do this? Like, how come they're well, like that? And I can't be like that. I don't get it. Well, you know? my thing and, is, if you're 18, you're supposed to look like that. I mean, this that's the prime. If you're not cut and ripped at 18, yeah, you're yeah. never going to get that Yeah, in but your life. then they have the lips or they have the oh, butt. I and see. they have like, and then how are you supposed to? Do you, know? you have an age limit when people come in? Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't do something like that to somebody who was under eighteen. I mean, I have don't. You had younger we people. Have, co- yeah, yeah, we do. And I, I mean, we have people, but I do things more like like somebody will have what's called a buffalo hump. It's a terrible name. Yeah, but it's where you have a fat pad behind yeah. your neck. And I, I think I recently had someone who was under eighteen that wanted that done, and I understand it. But there's just problems with it because you know they are under eighteen. I don't love that idea because they're not mature enough, you know, like emotionally mature enough. And so it's hard for them to go through something like that. And then is that really going to solve their problems? Yeah. Do they, they think that that's going to be the answer, but it's not necessarily. Okay. The you said another big trend, jawlines. Yes. What are they doing with jawlines? Tell me I about I mean, this. I'm not doing this, but people are putting in implants to really define their jawline really strongly. Um, but we will do filler and things. I mean, people are getting this like cut jawline and it's just. Sometimes so, it just looks crazy to me. You know, everybody's going to look the same, I feel like. From you know? what I understand, they inject things that kind inject of pull the, your... Right. It, it helps to define the jawline, so that kind of helps to pull up so your neck is not so loose, maybe. But also by doing that, it helps to you know erase the jowling and things like that. But if so you're Asian, really, couldn't it make your face look ra- like sure. fatter? Sure. Like has it, have you seen them go wrong? Well, there are people that a lot of Asians have that kind of that rounder face too, yeah. but there's different things to help with that too. There's a muscle that the masseter that you bite down on, your bite muscle. So if you bite and you, and you touch your cheek uh-huh. in the back, you'll, you'll yeah. feel it flex. You can inject that with Botox and soften it. And sometimes it can soften your, your, your um, chin. You know where like all the big stuff comes out of is like Korea. You know, oh, they have so, so my mom, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. My mom, I don't want to put her on blast, but 
<laughs> she wants to get a facelift, but she doesn't want to get in America. Yeah. She wants to get in Korea. She's Korean. And I was like, you're going to no, go to they're, another They're legit. Con- they're legit. They're yeah. Legit. She says they do the best yes. work yeah. because they, they have hotels attached yeah. to these clinics mm-hmm. where they keep you for three weeks. They check on you. Oh, yeah. And, and they know her face. They're going to know her, her type of her, the shape of her face, her skeletal features. Do you believe Asians should go to like, like, like Asian people should go to Asian people because they know the face better? Um, not necessarily. It depends on if you want an Asian face or you want a white face. Caucasian and most face. Asians want white faces. Yeah. Huh. So, I mean, I, I think that, you know, I do think like eye lifts and things, Asian eye lift is uh, a very technically, it's a different thing to do. Like I don't do Asian eye lifts and I tell, I tell Asians that because I think. Do you get a lot way. of Asians come in? Expecting um, you to do that? Um, no, not really. Okay. I, I think I, I don't. I don't promote that certainly, and I think that it's important because otherwise you're going to give them a white kind of a, a Caucasian yeah. looking eye, and I some of them may like that, but if you don't want that, that's not what you know. Okay, look at my face. What would you change in my face if if I went in and go, look, I'm down. Yeah. I'm on TV. Let's fix my face. What would you change? You know, that's the kind of that's exactly the question that I don't answer. Actually, when my patients say that to me, because I I hate that question actually. And really? I, what I say is, you tell me what you might not like about your face, and I will tell you if there's things that I can do or somebody else can do to help improve it. Because it's a loaded question. Because say I said, you know. I think you could use some, like more like in your lips, like plump them up. And what if you thought like, well, that's my best feature. Like, yeah. That's like my, and now you just told me it bigger. needs help. I don't think my, I got good lips. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. See, so what I I'm see. saying, if I did that, what would you do? You okay, would be well, like, uh, like uh, now you okay, feel terrible. Look, I want a better jawline. What would you do to me? And would you take that risk on my face? Well, I, I think that a filler has low risk in ter- because it is reversible. So you could try to define it a little more. You could try to do things to like help to. What would you, if you do to my to? face to define my jawline? I mean, you because people check. you may be seeing a new Uh-oh, jawline. Okay, okay, we brought, of, I brought the products right here. We're gonna do it right now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm gonna come into your office and we're gonna do a new jawline for Michael Yeo. I mean, people will do will will do a more masculine jawline on what men. Saying, you know, what would, you what do would to I me, do? To you me. could. Well, it really would be our decision, and it wouldn't be out for the world to see. I oh, suppose okay. is what I'm saying. But yeah, you would, could inject filler in there, and you couldn't. But would I do it for you because I think you need it? No, I'm not that kind of person that thinks people need any of these things. It's well, more, do you want it? The only thing I hate about my face, and I don't want to say hate because that's a mm-hmm. strong word, yeah. but when you have an Asian type of face, you carry a lot of weight in your face a lot. Like, I could be thin, but if you I gain a pound, like it'll go to your face. For yeah. some reason, it goes to my face first. I is that an Asian thing you think? I think it is. I think it is. Because my mom is like that. But at, and have you ever seen other ethnicities... They're big, but their face is still thin. I, I mean, see it I, all the time. Uh, I've I, never seen Asians like that. If they're big, yeah, their you're, face you're, is big. I think a lot of Asians more have a rounder face. Rounder maybe face. more Like that rounder shape, yes. And that, uh, especially, I think, even Koreans more so in that, in, that, in, that, in that specific um, group. But, um, but yeah, I think that a lot of us, the problem is, is that a lot of us lose fat and skeletal mass and all the uh, muscle in our face. So as you get older, it is going to get smaller, actually. Um, but it just changes, too, because everything moves down. So, like, that's not where you want it. You know, I mean, the like the beauty ideal is this upset upside down triangle like this sort of like for a woman okay for a woman, yeah this upside down and it becomes more like a the right side up triangle you gotcha. know as we get older um but i think you got to embrace that i'm really come from the side of 
because so much of what I do has so much to do with people's self-image. I really am very positive about it. Like if somebody comes in with like a leg that's broken, I'm like, at least your other leg works. Yeah. You know, I'm yeah, like, I, I try you. to go that wet route because that's important for people to come out with a positive feeling about themselves. So if you came in and said, you know, I hate my round face. Well, roundness is good. It means you have baby fat in your face. It means you have substance there because other people are lacking it. They're like freaking skin and just muscle and like they got nothing. And it's very hard to build that up and to change that because if you lay something against that, you can see it. You know, but if you have a layer of fat there, it's easier to like, you know, use that to our advantage and change the shape of your face a little bit. Is it true black doesn't crack? It is true. It is true that the darker complected you are, um, you're going to have a less chance of looking older. You don't get as many of those fine line wrinkles. So and also like Asians don't raise in and Hispanics too do really well in general. But we all have more of an issue of Everybody has this issue, but we have more of the sole issue of gravity pulling down on us. Okay. You know? More than white people? I don't think more than white people. No, it's just that they have both, you know? Oh, uh, so... Yes. We okay. have the issue with pigmentation. So we have issues with brown spots and those like, you know, those fun but, spots you see on people. But can you explain why black doesn't crack Asian no raisin? Uh, I think it has a lot to do with our melanin, our pigment color in our skin. That's protective. Um, and the darker complected you are, the less, the more prote- natural protection you've had from the sun. So you don't get as much of that wrinkling. Smoking plays a huge factor though, too. Um, um, cigarette smoking, you'll see like twin studies. This is definitely proven, you know, that you'll have one that smokes and one that doesn't and one looks way older than the other. And one. how does alcohol affect skin? Or does it not? I think alcohol um, definitely also affects it because it affects your sleep. It affects, you know, your your general health, your hydration even. But I drink alcohol, and so I, I try not to, like, think about that too much. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So. Do, do eye patches work? I mean, they help you, but... Look, there's nothing like it's a multi-trillion dollar business, right? There's all these topicals that are out there. Nothing. I mean, if, if that worked and did everything, then there would be no such thing as facelifts or fancy lasers or, you know, I mean, this is the thing. This is we're all looking for this, right? We're all looking for this answer. And it's very hard to, for a topical to penetrate enough to do something really, really significant. So so I can't say whether eye patches are going to do something super significant, but it's going to keep you. I like the idea of those ones that, yeah, like, you know, that pull your breasts apart while you're sleeping. So, you know, you don't get the breezes, like Uh, the breast creases and things like that. What is I know you got a product line as well, but if you could give like if a person came to you, it's like, look, I ain't got time to put on all these different products. Just give me one product. And I already know what you're going to say. Of course, you know, you're going to say moisturizer. I mean sunscreen. No. You're gonna say sunscreen. Well, yeah, what are you trying to? I'm trying sorry. To you're gonna say yeah. sunscreen. I know that it's always sunscreen. Right. But besides that, something like a mask or anything like that. Besides sunscreen, what is the second most important? Uh, thing I would say you? a retinoid, uh, retin- tretinoin, which is a prescription. So if you can't get the prescription, retinol is a product that's been around for decades, for generations, and we know that it has some effect on fine lines and wrinkles, like you know, slowing down the process. Not like day to day, but like using it chronically. And it's your called life. what? A ret- ret- retinol is over the counter, but it's weaker than the retinoids, which are actually retinoids. prescription. Yes, so like, like, a- ac- like uh, retin-A that people have with ac- ac- so you know, acne. So is this a lotion you put on? It's or- a cream that you cream? Uh, cream or lotion, um, but it can be a little irritating. It's a little drying. It's a keratolytic, we say, because it helps to increase the cell turnover and really kind of get rid of those dry, dead skin cells. It can even help somewhat with like little premature... Um, Early skin cancers, premature skin cancers, things like that. And, I, and when would you use it? Morning and night? No, use it at night because it gets deactivated by the sun. 
Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you can use it in the day, but it's not going to work as well. And also it um, is makes you more sun sensitive. So people who are, particularly people who are lighter, you can sunburn more easily. Any of us can sunburn more easily. If you put it on and you go out in the sun, you, you may notice you burn okay. easier. Uh, five things that people can do to change their skin right now or to take care, better care of their skin right now. You know, a lot of our, if you're talking about lines and wrinkles and premature aging, you know, a, a lot of that has to do with genes, genetics, and, um, and really like our, um, just, just the life living and the things around us and also expressions and movements. You know, I think a lot of our time, I think one thing that we want to do is sleep on our back. Honestly, I can't do that. I can't but do it's that best either. Because we'll, I'll snore like you would. Believe, you know, <laughs> Me too. Yeah, and you wake up and just it just be terrible. But um, you want you don't want because that's one thing that creates lines. I mean, you're just sleeping and you're smooshing your face in there. That's going to create some lines. Lines of expression, lines of smiling and frowning uh-huh. through our life. That's those what are what creates lines. Um, but genes is something that's really out of our control. Genetics. Um, but wearing, like I said, sunscreen. I'm going to have to add that in. And, and as one of them, okay, in sunscreen. terms of five things, but I said sleeping on your back, right? God, you're putting pressure on me to think of five sleeping on things. your back, sunscreen. That's two. Yes, and then um, I think um, I, I mean I'm a big proponent of of some of these self care things like Botox, like fillers, if you want them, especially Botox, actually. And I don't have any. Okay, for me, what's the difference between filler and Botox? Botox, they're different, but they are both like soft cosmetic treatments. Botox actually stops a muscle from temporarily moving. So, like, um, there's some that's what you would get in your muscles. forehead. Yeah, people most likely get it. What's called the glabella, which is right between your eyebrows, which is the frown sign. So that it's very because really specifically, if you just stop those muscles right there, you can prevent yourself from frowning. And if people have deep frown lines over over time and they stay there um, without even frowning, that's you like that's not able to be improved with Botox because oh. it's there already. So the idea is really to try to get them before they stay there permanently. I heard uh, from different dermatologists, uh, these celebrities that look great, it's they don't wait till it's too late. They go, it's almost like a workout. They go in once yeah. a month yeah. and kind of, or once every two you months. You baby Botox. You just get a little bit here and there. Pop, right. pop, and that's why they never look bad. Yeah. They're not waiting until, oh my God, and I got And they never lot. look really fake either. Yeah. Because, because they still have some movement. And I bet you they also change things and they have less, they have more movement while they're actually, you know, acting or doing something, they're filming something because they want to have those expressions. And then they go back to, you know, for an event, they kind of go back and, and, and do it again. So you're huge dermatologist right now. Everybody knows who you are. Do celebrities even attempt to get in with you to they, do treatment? They do, but I'm far away from them, really. I'm not super close. I'm not here in LA. I'm in Upland, which is like between here and Palm Springs. Oh, wow. Yeah. That far. Yeah, I drove all the way to see oh them. Oh my baby. God. Thank you so oh, much. Oh, you're so welcome. Oh yes, my goodness. No problem. Just for you, my fellow Asian. Of course, you are the sweetest thing ever. But I, I think that uh, um, they, do, they do, and they're on. there's so many it's amazing how many of them how many you discover later are popaholics and but also like how it's hard because some of them are they have this image to protect and they don't want people to know that they are it kind of annoys me okay a little so bit. so give me some celebrities that have come out and said they were popaholics um ashley graham uh gwyneth paltrow um uh like i was telling you other fellow, yes fellow like joe rogan um Hey, Joe, why don't you put me on the show? Come on, Joe. I mean, Let's Joe Rogan, it. she wants to be on your podcast. You've mentioned her. You said he's mentioned her a couple, couple times. Yeah. Do uh, people hit you? Wh- 
do people hit you up after Joe Rogan mentions your name? Like, yes, hey. that's how I that's how I figure things out too. You know, ah. um, who else? Like, uh, you know, it's just it's so interesting because it like it crosses all you know boundaries. I mean, we got like basketball players, soccer players, you know, uh, tennis players, and then you have like, le- you know, people in politics. You know, you it's just so weird how it crosses. So like, you never know what group. Do these celebrities ever make their way up? To Upland, they do. They made they made oh, really? it, but mainly if they have like a, they have an issue with a cyst or something like that. Uh, you know what I mean? And we kind of have to. Or sometimes I'm out here because we have an office, not an office that I see patients, but like my DPP headquarters is in Culver City, so that's where I'm going after this. Um, but so we're running our like our Doctor Pimple Popper kind of stuff out of there. Um, but um, so you so what do you do? Oh, that's your so office. That's our the office, business office. The business, yeah. So I have my my practice. So we were talking about this earlier. How yeah. it's different for me because I have this sort of thing now but it's totally separate than what I, my real job is which is a full time job too as a dermatologist so I have this job to sort of fall back on which is a great job it's in itself but then I get this opportunity to like see what this world is that you're in this crazy oh, the po- world you, sh- you need to start your own podcast yes I know I do I've been I've been talking about this for a while and I have so many good ideas so yeah I'm gonna and I'm telling you I got the best engineer again. in the game right, he can put talk. he can put together the whole studio yeah, yeah and you'll be one of my first guests I, I, I would sure. love that okay. I, I'm saying you need to do it because you can reach your audience in a right. different way TV is great yeah but like I, I've never seen such a loyal audience as a podcast mm-hmm. audience because you're part of their day mm-hmm. As many times as you want to be, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. They really, they really attach themselves to. So that DPP office, do people come there? Like uh, no, mm, that's more like how we run the little nuts and bolts. Because I have a skincare line, as you're saying, yes. SLMD skincare, um, and that's in Target stores now. Actually, really, is, yes, it's so it's very cool, uh, and that's what they mainly run. Um, my now, what the, type of products do you have? It is actually not. Not specifically anti-aging kind of products, which you would think a lot of dermatologists have that, a lot of plastic surgeons, that kind of thing. It is really, because I realize I have all, I have this platform, I have all these people that are asking me questions about their own medical skin concerns, and they don't know what to use. So it's really a medical skincare line. It's an, it's a dermatology line. It's for people who can't see dermatologists, and most people can't, and they don't know what the heck to use. You know, you walk down that aisle in CVS and you're like, what the, I don't know. There's like a hundred different things here. What do I do for my skin tags? Do I get this thing that's in the as seen on TV section, you know, or do I, you know, what, what do I do with like my anything that they have? I mean, we deal with the skin, the hair and the nails. And so I can give them things as close to as what you'd get at the dermatologist's office. And your product is in Target. At my, it's at Target. Some of it is at Target, Some not all of it, of it. Okay. but it's mainly available at slmdskincare.com. And we started with an acne line, obviously it makes sense with pimple popping and it's doing so well. And I'm so proud of it. I actually didn't realize how much it would improve people out there that I never will be able to meet because it's like you, I, as a dermatologist, I give them prescriptions, you know, things that are different, they're stronger or there's a wider range of things, but I can't give that to the regular person. So I give them the best that I can without it being a prescription and to see people. So, you know, when we, when we see someone with moderate or severe acne, we're definitely going with the bigger guns, you know, at, at the office, but I'm seeing them improve with the things that I have that are over the counter and it's so what the best part about it is it gives people power like that's what's so nice about it. you're giving them control and they're so proud of themselves because they did it themselves they're like I figured this out I know why these products work and now I'm willing to use them and now I'm getting better and I'm so proud of myself for doing that do you know what I mean yeah absolutely cool. what do you think and this is off of dermatology it has nothing to do with it but what do you think about the movement of Asians in Hollywood now it seems like it's starting to kick up 
I, I mean, it's very cool. I, I mean, come on. I know they're talking about dermatology on Crazy Rich Asians. And I, my family <laughs> is from Singapore and Malaysia. That's my, those are my people. So I, you so, know, come hey, John on. Chu. The next one, yes. So John Chu now. Exactly. I know. Uh, I'm just plugging myself. like. Her. Yeah, I love yes. it. But I mean, I, I think that um, I'm very proud to be Asian. I mean, I... I I don't know if you grew up. Did you grow up with really like an? You didn't really grow up. I didn't Asian because my mom. Right? We grew up in. I grew up in Houston, and you know it was interesting where my mom Americanized me because she went through. You know, people yeah. teased her you, you and did things. opposite. You try to. Yeah, she didn't want me to have to go through what she went through. I believe so. It was more of I'm gonna Americanize you. Like she wouldn't speak Korean in yeah. the house. I mean, she wouldn't even serve Korean food. Really? Like she would be, she would eat it, but she wouldn't right, give it to me. Right, right. You know, the only thing I had every day was rice. That was the only. Do you thing. love Korean food now? I do. Yeah. I love kimchi. I love yeah. uh, bulgogi. Yeah. I love. I love. I love it all. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't believe in Korean barbecue because mm-hmm. basically that's just you cooking your mm-hmm. own food. Yes, yes. You know, <laughs> I was like, oh, I had Korean barbecue every night then at mm-hmm. my house when I was mm-hmm. growing up. I didn't mm-hmm. know it was a thing, but uh, yeah, I'm proud of the heritage, and I really want to learn more about the right. Korean heritage. But my mom still has this weird thing about. You know? Yeah, I mean, she's she's being protective, and yeah. she knows she's in another country probably, and she wants to embrace it. This is her country too. Yeah, this is absolutely, her. absolutely. And but I think I was similar in the sense that I never, I never really identified myself. I didn't hang out with just Asians or identify myself as like I am an Asian mm-hmm. first. You know, I'm just a person like everybody else. In fact, I went and did my my training in dermatology in the Midwest in Illinois, Springfield, Illinois. Oh my god! And I remember one of the first weeks I was there, we were out at like an outdoor park watching an outdoor like uh, band or something. And I looked around and I was like, oh my God, they're all, there's just, everybody's white. Yeah. It's just a ton That's where they of grow white, white people. people. Yeah, yeah, this is like crazy. And I was like, wait a minute, I don't look like them. This is very weird. But it's funny. The funny thing is that I came home for the holiday and my, um, my, my boyfriend then took me to Lowry's for dinner. And you know, one in Beverly Hills, or those are the prime ribs. And prime rib, and we went, and we went out to get the car, and I was waiting in line. And I was like, "What the? Everybody here is freaking Asian, like everybody here." And then I was like, "Wait a minute, I'm Asian." Like I had to like remind yeah. myself, like, "Wait a minute, I'm one of You're them." Like, actually. I fit in now, but it was weird that yeah. I didn't. I don't really feel like I you don't fit feel in. Like, yep, one, I, I'm just me. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm more proud like to be a woman to do doing this sort of thing. Um, I'm very proud to be Asian, but. There's a lot of us Asians here, and I understand that we're misrepre- we're not represented enough, and I'm very proud to be out there to show, but I don't think anyone ever talks to me and never says to me. They don't say, do they say to you, like, well, you're doing this, and you're Asian, so no, good never, no, no. See, no. so, like, I don't, but I think they do to some other people, though. Well, oh, absolutely. So, like, like, why do we not get it? I, I, don't I don't know. Why. I don't know. I don't like, get that. I, I know, like... Um, I have tons of friends that were in the Crazy Rich Asians, and it was since that movie was all Asians, they got it a lot. Like, hey, right. you know, I'm so, so proud of you. So maybe that's Asian. why, because you are in a show like that. That's obviously that that for us them, okay. for them, for us. I think it's more like you know we do things that kind of like everybody does, but you know we excel at, at certain levels. But I like to be accepted by everything, right? Everyone, but I'm also proud to be half black and Asian yeah. myself. I you know guess what I mean? the angle maybe maybe say I was going up for like a talk show or something and one on one of the panels and maybe if I wasn't chosen maybe I would think is it because I'm Asian and I'm not so maybe in that sense that yeah. would be how it would be different. But nobody's ever said, "Oh, Dr. Sandra yeah. Lee, Asian yeah. dermatologist." Yes, they don't. No, they don't. Yeah, yeah. no, they don't of say that to not. you either. Yeah, no, they would yeah. never say that. Yeah. You know, now they do call me Blasian because that's the name of my comedy. Well, you, story, but you call yourself. I do call too, myself so. Blasian. <laughs> What's up, ladies? Uh, what type of mom are you? 
Are you strict? Oh, no, I'm not strict. You're not the tiger mom? No, I'm not. But I was for Halloween once. I had to dress up as tiger mom. (laughs) But uh, I know I'm not a tiger mom. I think that... um, I don't know why I'm not, but my parents weren't really like that either. They were sort of like a hybrid, I like to say. They were really, they were cool parents. Like, we didn't play, we played the piano, but we didn't play the violin and the, I played the classical guitar. Like, we played like different things, you know? Like, so my dad, they weren't like super strict. They weren't on me about my grades if I didn't get like, I mean, they wanted me to do well, but my dad would say like, if you want to be a garbage person, you just be the best garbage person you can be. Like he was trying to help me find my dreams, but not saying you must be this. You must be a doctor. You must be a lawyer. You must be in this category. Was your mom a stereotypical Asian mom? Uh, Like my mom was always very truthful, even if it was mean and didn't really like when I had friends, she would just say whatever to them. Like my mom is that now. I think more so. I don't know. She, she, she probably did, but she didn't really, I remember once she ch- chased me with like a violin, like bow. Maybe that's more of an Asian mess. She got real mad at me. I remember. I don't even remember what, what it was. But uh, I don't think that she, she didn't really, um, no, she didn't really, they were really supportive. They were, I mean, I have great parents that are, I see a part of me in them. You know, you probably see a part of oh, you. Like, now, yeah. parts of your personality in them. And I'm really proud that uh, I have them. And I, I hope I'm doing a good job with my kids. Cause I have two boys that are 13, 14. They don't talk to me at all. Like, they don't, I, they I don't, try you're to. Not cool to them well no i'm not cool they're friends i go to, i went to go to my kid's school the other day just to drop off a lunch because i because he left his lunch in my car and he's like oh hi what are you know he's like pushing me and all his friends were like hi hi they Sandra. were excited and yes they're all excited to see me but not him and that's the embarrassed of you yeah they're in that phase yeah i'm hoping <laughs> they come back yeah yeah i mean he rolls his eyes that like, you're not a youtuber you're not yeah you don't know what you're you know but you they, are they, a youtuber i know you yeah they're like i know you and you are that yeah you're not that person. they're, they're kind of jealous i think i, I think, think they're, they're jealous a little, yeah. yeah i think they're hating a little yeah. have they tried to do their own youtube stuff uh i don't think so no <laughs> don't they don't tell so. me no i don't i don't think so and you know i actually am very protective of them i don't oh. i don't put well that's okay we can talk about them but i don't put them on my social media and I, 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 some people have advised me not to do that. I don't know if you, you do oh, a little I bit. They're young. He's but young. My young he's but I, I yeah, like know. what I, I think once he hits a certain age, I'll stop. Yeah, it sort of feels like, and we don't do it as much. Yeah, and it, I'm not saying that it's bad. Are you attacking me? No, 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 I'm, no, I'm just saying I never did it from the very beginning, yeah. and maybe I should have back then. And people tell me I should have, and sometimes I think about it because if you want to show that side of you, like that you're also a mother, you know, that's important for people to relate to you because I am, and that's a big part of my life that I don't show. But it's so like you feel so protective of them. I don't I don't want them to be in therapy later in their life and say it's because of what I did I posted yeah. you know what I mean yeah so I feel like I I'm 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 somewhat pr- I'm proud of I'm glad that I did that I'm just gonna keep toeing the line you know I got gotcha. you you know what I mean so whatever it, it is what it is but yeah they don't they don't give me any respect they don't watch the show <laughs> they don't, they don't do anything but that's fine I don't talk about it either at home I mean I I don't feel that that should be important I think that's really important for me to show that I think that's part of it. I'm me. Like, I am nothing special. I am just a dermatologist that happened to find this thing and, and show how awesome my specialty is and, and how cool it is to have this job. And other people are coming along for the ride. And yeah, people come from different countries to see me, which is freaking mind blowing to me. So people fly in from yeah, other countries. Yes, for their pimple. 
Yes, they come from Africa. They come from Australia. They come from it. You know, Italy. Now, now they, is this just for the TV show, or do you have like people that have actually away from the TV show coming from other? Well, countries? they came in before because YouTube oh, is being international, right? Right. 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 So that so we, you asked that before. Like the production company and things didn't start coming calling until what was it like two years ago yeah. or so. And I was really kind of hesitant about it because I was like, I don't like this is me losing control of what I have, yeah. uh-huh. right? You're giving it to somebody you else own now, it. yeah. And I do I want to do that because then they can choose whatever they want, and like you know, reality shows are going to end up in divorce, and like you know, who knows? They're going <laughs> to make me look crazy yeah. and whatnot. But I've been really proud of it. It's been like more than my wildest dreams, you know? Like, it's been a wonderful show, and I'm so proud that I get to show how awesome dermatology is and help these people. Have you, have they aired something that you didn't like and you had to address it ever? You're like, um, nah, don't. No, no, they haven't, luckily. Um, luckily, things haven't happened, knock on wood, that have been scary, but it is stressful. It's a whole different level. It's not like me just coming in and, like, swiping everything off the table and screaming at people, and then I look nuts. It's like me <laughs> with, like, a freaking growth the size of somebody's head, and I'm trying to Oof. remove and, and calm them. Meanwhile, three cameras are on you, and he, their person I've never met, and I'm freaking out. You know, like, it's a whole different, like, what did I do to myself? When you were what doing do one of those treatments, has every, anything ever popped into your mouth? No, but something's gotten close to my eye before. I mean, have you ever? I mean, I think it's grosser, just as gross if your kid, you're holding your kid. You know, you see that and like the kid busts yeah. in your mouth. Uh, oh my god, that would be just. It would be that same kind of. How's thing, the smell? But a stranger. Is the smell like a barf type of smell when it, you get? A no, big- it smells like um, maybe like um, like bad che- like spoiled cheese or like one of my one of my um, assistants said it perfectly. She used to work at um, like a Costco kind of thing, and she said they would get returns of like Progresso cream of chicken soup. And they'd be spoiled, and what that smell is. That's what oh. it smells like. That's what it smells like. But it's <laughs> not all. <laughs> it's That's it's just skin that has been sitting under your body, maybe a little moist with sweat, sitting there for like ten years. What would that? So smell acne like? is is or cysts? Are we talking about cysts? Yeah. So that's dead. What it's is, like dead skin. It's like a sack, a balloon of your skin gets trapped under, and now it's now shedding into your into this balloon and not off your skin. Right, so it's shedding into this little moist, little dark dick. I know you love that word, moist. Oh, I say that so much time is so in my disgusting. life. Yeah, I know. I say it all the time. Is, Every time I do, I stop and say, "I'm about to say that word." You moist. like the word, don't you? I can't. No, I have you to like say it. What moist? Be- what else? What other word can you say instead of moist? Wet. No, wet's not good enough. What's not the same description? Wet is wet, like water, like wet. Moist is like. Damp, like moist is moist. There's no other word, so I moist. have to say it. Yeah. So this, it's moist. So yeah, I mean, a cake can be moist, and like, yeah, or or <laughs> dead skin can be moist. Trapped under the body can be moist. So it's sort of like it gets trapped under there, and so it just like it. Sometimes it like it's almost like it becomes like paper, like how you'd make paper. But what, if it's moist, yeah, it gets, so it gets hard and so it gets. But why flat. is it hard if it's moist? It's just hard on the surface, but and the inside it's moist. It's moist. Yeah, you're saying moist a lot. Yeah, well, because I'm saying because yeah. you're saying moist. Well, what else? They could different word it's wet you can't damp. say wet damp no it's just it's more you like moist succulent it's like oh. i don't know what else are you gonna say <laughs> that's worse your dead skin is succulent yes it's a such a yeah, succulent I, I don't, I, somebody else has got to give me a better word but yeah it's right. a tough word stuff okay so you got the product line anything else you yes. want to you want to pimp out there before you leave i mean it's just i i'm just 
we have a show, TLC show, yep. which is fabulous. I'm so, so proud of it. I think it's going to, I don't know for sure. I can't, I probably can't even really say when it's coming out again, but it, there's, there's more to come. More to come. I hope so. Yes. Uh, and, um, <laughs> it looks like and, there's more to come. Yeah. And uh, we'll see. And just, just getting through my life. I mean, I'm, I'm just really proud to be part of this. Pr- proud to be an Asian American woman surgeon that can show what um that you could bring good into the world isn't that cool like you bring happiness absolutely to people and that's you feel so special being too, able though. to do that like every time i mention your name people get oh it's my god weird. i love her i don't know what isn't that weird yes like like i, I don't know it's like not weird i understand you make do me you happy but why? Like, like, why? Like, like don't you know. don't even like this stuff you don't like moist I, but i like you, don't you. Like this stuff and i like hate you. moist Moist should not, never be used is. again. Yeah. But I like you, and I, I love the positive. I think it's you're so positive, and the show shows you like that. Yeah. It's not trying to make you look yeah. crazy. It's no, just you're a positive thankfully. person, and you really want to help people out. Yeah, you and just want to do through. good in the world. That's and it. that's what you want to do, too. And I think that that's important for people to... Everybody wants to feel good and feel happy and have everybody kind of get along ultimately. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that's, that's important to just spread love and not hate and spread kindness and not pain and, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, so everybody. Make people laugh and that's so important. Everybody knows your Instagram handle, but one more time, tell everybody. Oh, Dr. Pimple Popper, Dr. Sandra Lee, aka Dr. Pimple Popper, all <laughs> those things. There's a lot of fakes out there. Do you have a lot of fakes out there? No, I'm not, I'm not famous like you. No, no. It's just that people try to. Do their own pimples out there and take over, but it's and it's annoying. There's a lot of fake accounts of you. Yes, there are a lot. There are a lot of popping pimples, pimple popper doctor. You know, Uh, whatever. They're reversing the name and everything. Change it all. They use the same logo and stuff like that. But they do that. You know, on on YouTube, I could tell you stories about things about how what we've had to go through to get here because it's a fight. It's a fight because you have this thing that people are like, oh my God, this is disgusting. This should not be on here. There are people, you know, like, this is bad. This is wrong. This is, you know. So people try to get you banned? Terrorism or something. Yes, I've gotten, tried to get banned so many times in the beginning. Partly, I think those people are trying to take my videos and repost it on theirs. That's part of it. But also, some people are just like, they they can't. There are some people that can't stand it. Like, you know, you can't, it gives them anxiety. It gives me anxiety when somebody else posts me, gives me a video of something else, like a horse with an, oh, the abscess, I, I can't even handle it. <laughs> like I, it's like I don't even want to look at it. So I understand that, but I just don't look. But some people might, yeah, yeah. I don't know, maybe get angry about it. So it's scary. I mean, do you get scared of like people like showing up at your place or anything like that? Or no, 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 no. no. I, I, you know, I'm very cautious. That yeah. I'm more cautious about meeting fans after mm-hmm. the shows. But it's not about like I think they're going to do anything. Yeah, yeah. It's just I don't want pictures. I take with them, misinterpret it. So I always uh, put my hands on top of shoulders. That's interesting. As a guy, as a guy. Yeah, so I'll put that. my hands okay. on their shoulders. And you so make you sure there's see. no mirror behind you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or I'll just put my hands in front of me. Ah, uh, interesting. So I, I try not to touch people anymore. Or I do like Joe Coy. He always takes selfies, but he's in front of them. Oh, I see. And they're in the background. So then he never can be blamed for like, oh. I never he, thought that that was a sort of a, a Oh, you a, have to just be Yeah, yeah. You, but you that's good. You make it so that you don't even see that. You know yeah. what I mean? That's important. For me, it's actually hard because I don't love that part of this. Like, it's really weird for me to... For, you, you, I mean, I you, like you, it. I appreciate it. You appreciate it, but it's, but it's weird to you that it's people It's uncomfortable, come yeah. yeah. And isn't it weird, too, when you walk into a room and I feel like people know a lot more about you, but you don't know them at all? Oh, yeah. 
and then they talk to you and then you're like, I don't know who you are. And, like, and the so weirdest thing it. is, and like we say, we appreciate everyone, yes, but yes. it's weird when somebody comes up and talks to you like they know you and you, for a second, you're like, do I know? I mean, yes, like, I get do scared. Because yes. they'll be like, oh, how you doing? I haven't seen yes. you. Like, and you're yeah. like, hi. And you're in your head, you're like, do I know them? What's going on? Yeah. I, I, So we're nice, so we got to pretend like, oh, because you might know them and you're like, oh my God, I forgot who you are. Yeah. And then you realize, oh, I don't know you at right. all. Right. But they come up to you like right. your friends. It's just for me, it's not It's not that I so appreciate it. I'm so like honored to have that, but it's so weird because I didn't look for this. I yeah. didn't, I was, put, you know, and I'm, I'm not, I didn't know how to deal with it. It's like been the hardest thing for me to deal with actually is like dealing with that kind of thing because it just makes me feel like, like, you know, I'm sure when you go out there and you're speedo, speedo you're afraid of getting taken, uh, photos taken yeah, of you, you know? Yeah, Unless oh, you yeah. prance around. You must prance around a little bit. Oh, yeah, bit. my speedo yeah. all the time. <laughs> you know, things like that. You I just keep feel it like moist. people watching you. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Good idea. All right, Good Dr. Sandra Lee, thank you for stopping by. Oh, it's been such a pleasure. I really Next appreciate it. Next you're coming online. No, 100%. And you better do that podcast. Yeah. And now I should. I need to. All right. Thanks for watching the Michael Yo Show. Remember, subscribe, rate, and listen. We'll yeah. see you next time. Later. Later.